everyone. Welcome to another episode of Opposites React. It is episode 65 on April 21st, 2021. I am Sarah and I am here with Tyler. How are you? <laughs> You're full of energy tonight. You say that every time. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all right. I got to have a coffee first. I don't have coffee. No, I need a coffee. Oh, I'm sorry. So I can stay up tonight and deal with server issues. <laughs> that sounds like every night. <laughs> No, it's only since the Xbox people okay, ran uh-huh, off, ran off track uh-huh. here. Well, we'll talk about that later. What's up? Oh. <laughs> I played a game this week. You did? What'd you play? I played Box Boy and Box Girl. <laughs> I want you to explain what that is to people that don't know. Uh it's a puzzle game. Uh, but it's a puzzle game where you can play single player or two player and it's really you make boxes to make pathways, I would probably just say in a simple way. Um and you can earn different Learn different strategies to make the boxes as you go through the game. What I didn't realize is I sat there and beat it in one day. I was like, yeah, I'm the best player ever. And then if you beat the game single player, you don't get the good ending. You get a bad ending. Everybody dies. It's like, wow, that's terrible. (laughs) Yeah, except this game has like, there's a meteor running into the box planet. So you got to save it. So at the end of the game, because you played single player, you can't save it because you need to be two boxes big. And I'm only one box big. Oh. So it's like, so the only way to get a good ending is to play co-op. Or when you beat the game, you unlock a new mode where you're two boxes. You control two boxes instead of one. It's like, really? So I, ha- I could have just beat this game co-op. and not have to deal with this. Now I got to play it, beat it by myself again. So I don't know if I beat it or not. I can't decide. <laughs> did you see credits? That's I did. Fun. I saw then credits. Credits mean you beat a game. Yeah, but you can beat like what? Far Cry 4 in five minutes if you... If well, you, that's cheating. That's well. That's credits. That's a difference. You have to almost go out of your way to do that, though. It doesn't happen organically. No, I know. <laughs> um, and that. Oh no, I did play another game this week, but it's the same game you played. So I guess you <laughs> want to talk about it, yeah, unless yeah. you've done anything else in your life. Well, put it this way. Obviously, people who listen to this podcast by now know I basically played played two games all of last year: and the Show Twenty and Apex Legends. Mm-hmm. Uh over for obviously ever since last Friday when MLB the Show 21 released for early 12 access. Twelve oh one a.m. I've been playing that nonstop. I got on Apex a little bit uh, on the weekend just to because again, there's really nothing for me to do on Apex right now in terms of the current season's already. Oh already. yeah, you have maxed it out. Um, so basically, the only time I'm probably gonna be playing Apex in the next couple of weeks is if the servers go down and MLB the Show 21. <laughs> So that's what I did last night. Your I was, backup plan. I was sitting there saying, sitting there just refreshing MLB for like five minutes. I was saying it wasn't working. I'm like, all right, I'll go on Apex, play a few matches. And then I was like, okay, maybe I'll try the servers again now. And it was working. So, yay. Yay. But, uh, yes. Yeah, so, I would say my experience over the weekend, that would be the first 21, was amazing. Um, there was a couple of server issues. I mean, obviously, there was um, Friday when it's available for first time for for. Uh, pre-order customers um there's a little bit of server issues but not too bad i was able to play a lot on friday thankfully and saturday and sunday some minor server hiccups it didn't really get bad until unfortunately um last, yeah tuesday yesterday last night sorry i, I forgot what day it was yeah or yesterday uh, morning i should say yeah yesterday <laughs> so tuesday april 20th is when it released for uh, people who didn't pre-order the game so that could be playstation or xbox but also the biggest influx of players obviously is coming from uh xbox game pass right which is a subscription service you pay for on Xbox and you get certain games for free as part of the service. So yeah. so basically uh, like if you <laughs> if this is your first year of signing up for like first time signing up for a game pass, mm-hmm. you can pay a dollar. So basically you could pay a dollar to play this game for a whole month. So obviously it's going to be massive. Yeah. So needless to say the servers yesterday and today have been kind of a disaster for the yeah. show. <laughs> kind of expected. Um, 
I know obviously everybody online, like on Reddit and other forums, are not happy about it, but they have to understand, you know, that I think this was like sort of a last minute decision by Microsoft to do this. Like, uh, what is it going to say? The studio, uh, Sony San Diego, the name of this, the studio that developed only the show 21. Um, they they obviously knew going into this year they were going to have Xbox as a new mm-hmm. platform. So they were they were planning for that. They did the tech test a couple months ago and they tested out servers. But problem was I think it was only a month or a month and a half ago when it was actually revealed that like, hey, this is gonna be on Game Pass. I don't even think it was that long. I think it was a couple weeks. Right. Like the studio even said like on Twitter and stuff that they were kind of blindsided by this. So like obviously having an influx of who, however many millions of players are probably trying yeah. this out on Game Pass is really killing the servers. Like me. Yeah, like Sarah tried <laughs> last night. Um I doesn't want my opinions. <laughs> no i value everyone's opinion uh-huh, yeah so hopefully i'll have a bit more to report back on next week about the show 21 if i can play it a little more consistently this week but mm. from my experience playing it over the weekend i did i have probably put at least i don't know 30 hours or so into it i'd say probably yeah so it's really good uh if you played the show 20 you'll like the show 21 um, it's way prettier it's beautiful way especially prettier. on uh if you can play on like a 4k um 60. 60s, yeah. yeah. It's it's it looks amazing. Uh, it's so smooth. Um, I know you can probably test this since you did play a little bit yesterday. I know you are really not a fan of the menus, the UI. Oh my gosh, that was my <laughs> biggest complaint about the game. Like, if you're a first timer and you open that screen, there is so many menus upon menus and hidden menus. It is just like it's not great. A slog. I mean, for returning players, it's it's you eventually learn where to find stuff. Yeah. But for new people, I can see it definitely being overwhelming. I mean, you you could probably test this though too, since you tried it yesterday. The from when I watched you do it as well, the tutorials look pretty good. Like for teaching you how to hit and pitch and stuff like that, they give you. A oh lot yeah, they're of, decent. And yeah. They, they give you it, all the options so you can try them out first. Yeah. The yeah. Well, it's good for new players to, to you know go into the casual mode. Uh, get their feet wet and try out different batting um, batting camera angles and, and mm-hmm. pitching methods and stuff. But um, yeah, so I'll say that uh, even though I'm not a huge fan of the menus and the UI and stuff right now, I'll probably get used to it. But I will say that the content so far has been amazing. What they've put out is is on par with, if not already rivaling what they did in Elby the Show 20. Um, so many, like, again, overwhelming for a new player, I'm sure, but for returning people, there's just, you already know what modes you're going to be playing, like Battle Royale or Ranked, or uh, there's obviously Conquest is back, there's Showdown is back again. Um, there's, you know, there's already, like, so many different player programs and things you can, you can, it, there's just, there's no, it, it's endless, like, and it's, it's mm-hmm. actually kind of intimidating. Luckily for me, I, I you know I do have enough time to play every night a little bit, so I can kind of keep up with this stuff. But for someone who's only able to play maybe an hour or so a night, or even just like a few hours on weekends, like I feel overwhelmed. It'd be, impo- it'd be impossible for you to keep up with all the content. I don't think we talked about this since last time because I think the yeah. think the stream was on Thursday night last week. But the reason it's so endless now is because mm-hmm. you can literally level up every single card to make them better. Yeah, that is one new feature in this year that, and it's something that was. Like totally, like you said, it was totally just dropped last Thursday night yeah. before release. Like no one knew what this met, what this thing was. They kept under wraps so well. But um, last in last year's version uh, of MLB the Show, they had something they called Prestige, where you could certain cards, not every card, but certain cards, um, mostly towards the mid in-game uh, cycle of the of the yeah, of the game. Um, you could basically use now. You, you could only. Um, 
backtrack saying here. What precision cards in MLB The Show 20 meant was that um, if you completed certain stat requirements, like hit 150 home runs with this card or get like, you know, 50 doubles with this card kind of thing, it would increase certain stats on the card by like up to three. I think it was up to three points was the max. So okay. again, if, if someone's contact was a 97, you can upgrade into 100, you know, that kind of thing, which is, you know, on, on, a, on a page, it's just a number, but in game, it obviously just means better chance of, of more production out of that card. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but the pro- problem with prestige last year was, and for some people, it didn't let you, you could only get the prestige shots by playing online. Right. So if you, if you weren't an online player or you didn't like playing online because you found it too intimidating, then you didn't have any way to level up these cards. So um, not even in Conquest or anything. Right. Yeah. Oh, boo. Now in this year's version of the game, they've introduced, they've scrapped that whole prestige system. They've introduced something new called Parallels. Um, so basically every single card in the game, whether it's a level 60 common nobody or like a level, well, at this point, 95 Mike Trout is the best card in the game, but eventually it'll be some 99. Well, sorry, I shouldn't say that. 95 Mike Mike Trout is the best live series card. There Mm -hmm. are obviously some 99 cards in the game you can get if you collect like every card in the game kind of thing. Like there's a David Ortiz, there's a Chipper Jones, but, um, but basically, um, yeah. So it doesn't matter what card you're using in the game. Um, every card can be upgraded individually offline or online the incentive this year so it's nice that the offline players have the option to do Mm -hmm. that uh if you play online you're probably gonna upgrade those cards a little bit quicker because basically there's a multiplier effect okay so let's just say like if you need to upgrade your card from level zero to level one let's call it so say you need um five it's it's an xp based level so say you need 500 xp to level up that card basically everything you do for that i'm just gonna use a hitter as an example everything you do gets you xp uh even just taking an at bat you don't have to hit the ball if you just have well, every, <laughs> show every, every plate appearance gets you some xp but so obviously like a walk a hit a home run an rbi double triple stolen base all that stuff will contribute towards your xp now if you're playing online you get like a 1.5 times multiplier okay so yeah so basically for, the, for people who like play online even if you're not playing rank if you just want to play like events which are basically like you're kind of just goofing around you can set different lineups and stuff you're mm. not playing online against them or play any difficulty well Yes and no. I mean, the events oh. the events have fixed difficulty. Right. But I mean, like, Conquest or something. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, so it's really cool. And the cool thing is here, too, is you can have kind of, like, so there's, like, bragging rights. Because if I go yeah. into a card, so let's just say, say for example, there's, like, a 90 Josh Donaldson card that dropped on day one. And yep. I, it came out of a pack. And you, you could obviously just spend your, your in-game currency or you can spend real money to buy more currency to mm-hmm. try and unlock these packs to, to get the Donaldson. I ended up just buying them off the market because I had... Um, I'm very proud of this too. I I am going to try, and you're gonna try. You're gonna have to help me. Um, Good luck. Stick stick to this this uh-huh. year. But last year, I spent quite a bit of money on the show twenty. <laughs> um, like obviously, besides buying the actual game last year for like a hundred bucks, wherever it was, actually probably more than that. Um, I probably spent I don't know at least a few hundred on the game. Probably on just buying packs and, and use my credit card to buy more packs and stuff. <laughs> but uh, it's so easy. I know. And they had the flash sales. You no, could never the deny sales. the flash sales. But this year, I really wanted to try and test myself. So. I'm doing what was, and everybody did this in MLB The Show 20 last year. Every YouTuber had their own, even if they, maybe not on their main account, but they would create like an alternate account oh, uh, right. and they would do what they call like a no money spent team. So basically yeah. just, you know, obviously the game gives you cards to start out with. You start a team from scratch and then you obviously, uh, as you do missions and programs, you get more cards. But, um, and it'll be, it'll be The Show 20, if, if 21 is in like 20, this the these developers, they give you so many types of free cards. Like even, yeah. even this first week, for example, 
Like, just for signing on every day and doing a few daily moments, you can get, like, a Jason Giambi card, which you can upgrade to a diamond, which I just did today. I think tomorrow I'll be eligible to get, like, a free diamond Roberto Alomar card. Wasn't there, isn't there one available to next week? Like, you just own the game and you get yeah, a free yeah, card, Yeah, yeah, there's one on the market, like, Roberto Clemente you yeah. can get for free. So, yeah, they just give away free cards all the time. So, you can build up a decent team just by literally playing the game. You don't have to spend another dollar other than what you've already paid or not paid yeah. if you have Game Pass. But, <laughs> um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so basically I started out with, because I pre-ordered the game, um, I started out with 10,000 stubs, which is the okay. in-game currency you can use to buy cards and stuff. Um, and you also you, you also do need stubs for Dawn card relate. Like, you need stubs just to play Showdown mode mm-hmm. or to play Battle Royale right, and stuff like that. So, yeah, you got to buy any of these other modes to play them. So, but, um, so anyway, I started out with 10,000 last Friday. And today I'm currently up to about 180,000 already. Holy and I haven't, smokes. And I haven't, like, all I've done is I've sold cards I didn't want or duplicates of mm, cards I right. had, or I've gotten lucky with some packs I've opened. Like, cause yeah. again, you get free packs just by playing Conquest maps right. and doing other programs. You get They just throw packs at you. So yep. it's not hard to rack up a bunch of stubs. Legitimately, like, I have 180,000 stubs right now. Mike Trout's going for 350 on the market right now. Huh, I, I, could, I, I could potentially have Trout by the end of the month if I wanted to. I'm probably not going to because I like to build up my team slowly and... And it also also it's kind of fun to just have that like to to pull up Trout in a pack is exciting yeah. you know if you just buy them it's not as exciting unless you're trying to finish the collections mm. but um anyways yeah so I just said like I said I really trying to be no money spent this year like you said I'm probably gonna be tested when they eventually do run out these flash sales and stuff or when they drop some other really cool cards. But I think you were trying to get to the fact that mm. you have um, bragging rights on the cards. Sorry, yes. Okay, I got off track. Uh, so basically, yes. So uh, I got back to my example. So th- I, I bought the Josh Donaldson off the market because I still had lots of stubs. And um, so when I bought him, it's like, okay, so he's um, he's level 90 diamond right now. Uh, now when you go to the parallel section of the card, so again, he starts out at like a level zero. Let's just say mm-hmm. for the sake of argument here. It's not called level zero, but we'll just call it that to make it easy. Um, so when, you, when I upgrade him to level one, there's basically uh, this little like uh, animation plays on the screen after a game is saying, oh, you upgraded this card to level one. And then it'll show a number in the bottom left of the card. That's mm-hmm. always visible. So in this case, mine would say like 1,220, um, meaning that I was the like 1,200th person to get that card to level one. Mm-hmm. So, but then like, later on, as I go back to the card, like, you know, a few days later, it'll say I'm 1,220 out of like, 8,000. So right. 8,000 so 8, people have upgraded that car, but I was the 1,200th person to do it. So my, my point being is if you really love a car and you, if it's in your lineup and you're really good and you you, you play online a lot probably, you can, if you're like the first one to upgrade a car to a certain level, like if you're like, hey, I got Donaldson level five and there'll be like, like it then turns into like a really shiny car, like a shiny Pokemon card. Oh, really? And then like there'll be like a little number one in the corner. You'd be like, I was the first one to get him. To, so, I mean, obviously... Everybody knows all the Twitch and YouTube people are going to be the ones who are going to get these cards to that level first. Yeah. Um, unless you're the person who just like plays Conquest 24-7 <laughs> nonstop. But I don't know. It's just kind of cool to be like, like you and I joked about this the other day. But you can just take some obscure card who's rated like a 55 nobody in the yeah. game. and try. I would have get... taken half to the end. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, do you want to be the first person to get like, um, oh, I don't know. Say there was like some rookie or prospect on your team that no one knew mm-hmm. about. You'd be trying to be the first one in, in, in the mm-hmm. world to get him up to number one, right? So it's kind That's of the plan. It's kind of exciting to have those little bragging rights. But anyways, I've already spent a lot of time on this. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll digress. We have other things to talk about. So yeah, we can do the email now. Okay. okay. I haven't seen this yet. So uh, this is from last week when we were talking about uh, exciting moments, I guess, when we were super excited for something and oh, okay. couldn't wait. Nice. So we got an email here. Yeah, it's from Daniel. And he says, loved this episode. To be fair, I love all of them. <laughs> glad, to hear, glad to hear that, Dan. Um, 
Dan says, yes. So I assume he's directing this towards Sarah. He says, yes. So Tyler and I will be going on a road trip to see a college football game, which I am totally on board for. You go right ahead. Also, I wanted to give you... (laughs) Also, I want to give you a good story about one time I vividly remember about a release date. So Dan says, my favorite band is Rise Against. <gasps> good nice. choice. Yeah, I like Rise Against as well. And he, Dan says, and I was living in Ottawa at the time they released one of their albums. So the day it was released, I had skipped school. Yeah. <laughs> so he says, so the day it was released, I had skipped school and got the earliest bus to my local HMV. I waited in front of the store from 630 until 8 when they opened. And when the manager <laughs> came to the door to open it, he asked why I was here so early since I was the only one there waiting. <laughs> Oh boy. So at the time I had an iPod, but I wasn't at the point of purchasing all of my music digitally yet. Okay. So I took my old Discman and made sure it had fresh batteries so I could listen to it on my way home. Yeah. I had to make sure that thing was as flat as possible to work. I had to put it into my iTunes library and then update my iPad with the new album. Oh, the good old days. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. I love that. It's a good story. It's really good. I like that. I like you're the only one waiting for the HMV. <laughs> Manager thought you were a nut job. But oh boy. We've all done that once. Yeah, exactly. All right. Thanks for the email, Dan. Appreciate it. Um, so tonight, since I've already started the, this half this podcast talking about LB show, <laughs> we always always keep the trend going. We're just going to talk about baseball today. So, uh, in terms of uh, an interesting baseball topic tonight, I had a thought about this earlier. So I found an article. It's just on it's just on LB.com. It's not on like a you know not a fan Sports site. Illustrated or anything like that. But um, basically, it's just like we, um, weird promotional ideas <gasps> that teams have oh, had. Oh, I love this. Okay, I'm ready. So we're talking about like giveaways, like promotional things for... for um, Does that count like Bring Your Dog Day? Kind of. Well, that's not weird. Every A lot of teams do that nowadays. Is it have Bring Your Cat Day then? <laughs> um, so they have one here for each team listed on this article. Some of them aren't that interesting, so I'm not going to do like all 30 teams here, but some are, are pretty clever. Give me the so. good ones. Um, this one's not great, but since it's the Blue Jays, we'll do it anyway. <laughs> so apparently there was a player playing for the Jays back in 92 called Derek Bell. The name sounds familiar to me, but I don't remember. I probably didn't. I don't know. I don't remember watching him play. I was too young. But So it says Bell was minding his own business, getting ready to start in center field for Toronto's final game of the 1992 regular season when he heard something odd over the loudspeaker. Surely he must have misheard, he thought, until he turned around and saw teammate Joe Carter driving Bell's Jeep out onto the field, ready to be raffled off to one lucky fan sitting in section 123. <laughs> what? It turned out to be a prank, but we'll have that incredulous look on Bell's face forever. <laughs> oh, one of my favorite ones they did was like, they've done some good ones, like the Pilar jersey with like the cape. Yeah. The Superman. Yeah. That was a good one. I like that one. Um... The backpack. We still use that backpack that we got too a few years ago. This is this is going back quite some time here because this is listed under the Orioles team, but technically they were called the Browns back in like the 50s. So oh, okay. uh, anyways, back in like 1951, um, the owner of the Browns at the time, Browns slash Orioles, the, the owner allowed a special section of fans behind the home dugout to act as manager during the team's game. So basically each fan got um, cards, one saying yes or no, which they would raise up whenever a club official. What a fun idea. It's like crowdsourcing yeah, your right? management. Ask them a strategic question. And it says here, somehow the Browns actually won that day while their regular manager spent the game in a rocking chair. <laughs> this is such a good, like, this is like Twitch. This is Twitch know, chat right? controlling everything. Um, the Red Sox, apparently, in 1982, against in a, a game they were playing against the Indians, um, they had a, they thought they would give out seat cushions to all the fans that's nice yeah you think so right but Uh-oh. are they whoopee cushions i want them to be whoopee cushions well no the thing is like obviously like the, the the cushions weren't like you know tied down to the seats or anything so when the red Sox started losing fans just started throwing the cushions <gasps> oh, on the field oh shoot <laughs> and umpires more in the red Sox game have to be forfeited if the if the if it continued leading to the uh fenway the fenway um pa announcer saying hey try sitting on the cushions it's more comfortable that way <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, anytime you give away stuff that can be thrown in the field, it's probably not going to yeah. go so well. There's a couple more examples like that in here too. Like um, this one's funny actually. So the Kansas City Royals back in 1987, um, they gave away free um, baseball caps. Okay. So like 36,000 fans that they got a, a white Ooh, baseball cap. A now the problem is um, uh, if you're an outfielder and everybody's wearing a white hat in the stands, what do you think I'm trying to come at here? Imagine like looking at the nosebleeds. Everybody's wearing a white hat. Do you all think it's a ball? Ball gets hit in the air. Outfielder's looking up. You think it's easy to find the ball when no. it's... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it says the white caps given almost 36,000 fans looked like a, a rolling sea. <gasps> that is terrible. Several times they nearly blinded outfielders to fly balls. The poor manager put it as politely as he could. Maybe next time we'll give away hats that are blue. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Oh, well, it's only one game, That's but... funny. Um, the uh, the Oakland A's um, again. They they used to be called the Kansas City A's. I'm not sure how many years ago that was, but um, there's no there's no year on this part of the article here. But it just says here, former Kansas City A's owner Charlie Finley never met a promotion too crazy to try. His biggest hit might have been Automotive Industry Night, in which he bought he bought some old cars from a junkyard, spiffed them up with some new paint, and raffled them off the fans. Of course, he didn't guarantee they would actually work. <laughs> yeah. It says sometimes the person would get in the car and start driving off and the car would just break down halfway out of the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine just winning a raffle. You get some garbage looking car. He doesn't even, doesn't even drive more than like, you know, half a mile. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, but he made it just for you. Exactly. Uh, this is a silly one with the angels. I'm sure, again, there's no year on this one. It looks pretty recent. Oh, sorry. Actually, there is a tweet here. that says 2013, I think, because when they did this, but they had a Mike Trout hat they were giving away to fans. It's basically just a baseball cap with a, like a trout fish, like oh. glued to the front of it. Oh, God. <laughs> the white trout hat. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah. Uh, the Astros, Houston Astros. It says with Houston's attendance numbers sagging in the mid 70s, uh, owner Tal Smith came up with an idea. It was pretty simple. A large light bulb near a digital clock in right field would light up on every even numbered minute. If an Astro homered while the light was on, it meant one free beer for every adult in the park. Oh my gosh. It says for one night in 1976, though, there was a wrinkle. Um, so there was a player on the Phillies, Mike Schmidt. He'd already established himself as a superstar, two time reigning home run champ, yada, yada. Um, so he was such a star, in fact, that the owner altered the rules of his own promotion. If Schmidt struck out when the light was on, everyone would get a free beer. So at exactly 912, remember, it had to be an even number, right? right. At, at exactly 912, the Houston pitcher got up to two strikes on Schmidt. And after standing on the mound for what seemed like an eternity, the entire crowd begging him to hurry up, he threw a fastball by him for strike three. In the words of writer Roger Kahn, we, uh, there were many thousands of grown men sprinted up the aisles for their free beer. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine like, like the clock is on 9-12 and the pitcher's just staying on the mound like waiting for the sign. You're like, yeah. come on, you're yelling. <laughs> That's pretty uh. funny. A lot of beer given away. Oh, this is mom getting out. Here's, this must have been pretty recent. 2016, uh, the Nationals, Washington Nationals, um, when Bryce Harper was still on the team, mm -hmm. um, they, they gave away a Bryce Harper Chia head. Oh, no. <laughs> so everybody, everybody doesn't know, Bryce Harper has some majestic, long, flowing yes. hair, right? So imagine seeing like this Chia-looking thing. We just grow grow the hair out of, Wonderful. Out of Harper's head. Here's an interesting one. In the Chicago Cubs, in 1996, Cubs VP of Marketing, John McDonough, sealed the deal to manufacture their very own team-specific team Beanie Babies. Aww. He thought it would be a nice treat for young fans until a McDonald's giveaway the next spring helped turn Beanie Babies into the biggest toys in the country. It says Chicago's fortuitous time he made it the first big league team to offer a Beanie Baby giveaway and fans went nuts. You can even still find a few of them on eBay, though they obviously aren't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, we. I think the Canada hockey team came out with 
Beanie Babies up here. Yeah. And we had some of them and we kept them in the baggies because we knew they'd be money. <laughs> yep. Um, this is a funny one for the pirates here. Um, so they had a pitcher, uh, Tom Gorzolani. It said they wanted to honor Gorzolani, their best starting pitcher. So they, they selected a photo of the lefty in mid windup and they made it into a bobblehead. Okay. The problem here. Um, the finger poking out of his glove, which is his index finger, wound up looking like a different digit. Uh huh. I can imagine. <laughs> so yeah, they didn't, think, they didn't think that through so well. Yeah. Um. So the Cincinnati Reds in 2007, there was a player on their team called Bronson Arroyo. Okay. Arroyo, I think it's pronounced. Um. Uh. And he had he had basically he had long he had long hair that he would usually put into uh, he would put it into a ponytail when he was on the mound. Yeah. So they basically they were giving away baseball caps with like a ponytail things stuck to the top of nice. stuck to the hat. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. <laughs> Um, apparently the Arizona Diamondbacks in 2013 gave away luchador masks to fans. Oh, funny. <laughs> uh, this one's funny. I didn't even know about this. The San Francisco Giants. It says, while the rest of the baseball world got caught up in the mascot craze of the 1980s, the Giants went in the opposite direction with Crazy Crab, which was less... <laughs> I like the name already. Less a mascot, but an anti-mascot, specifically designed to be heckled and hated by fans. He only lasted one year. The fact that he was pelted with objects so often that his suit had to be reinforced with plexiglass didn't help. <laughs> but his legacy lives on, including a scarf giveaway in 2018. Wow. So, yeah, I never knew Crazy Crab was a thing. It only lasted one year. So, And um, there's a player on the Colorado Rockies. who's still on the team now. Charlie Blackman. Outfielder. Yeah. He's got a nice long beard. Looks okay. like a lumberjack. He's, okay. he's the kind of guy who like, like, looks like he would so live in a cabin. So he can't play f- if for New York. Not for the Yankees, no. You have to shave. <laughs> but he has got a beautiful beard, Charlie Blackman. So uh, apparently in 2018, they basically just gave away free, you know, like oh. all of Halloween style beard yeah. things everybody wear on their faces. When, <laughs> kind of funny. I love it. Like it's, uh, when Judge comes up to plate when he was super huge and awesome, like, and they always had the wigs. The oh, judge right. Wigs. The judges. He had his own little, little section in the outfield. Yes. There. Yeah. There was another one. I don't know why I saw this. I must have read a different list earlier. There was a team that in the 70s, I think it was. Was it Cle- oh, Cleveland? Okay, so 1974. Uh, so it says here, this is a, this is actually a different article. This is from Bleacher Report, but apparently um, they have it number one on their list of worst promotional ideas ever. Um, yeah, so 1974, basically they had uh, 10 cent beer night. Oh boy. Yeah. And again, even, taxis, and, and, and again, even though it's the 70s, I mean, 10 cents nowadays, like, even mm. with inflation, like it, it was still pretty cheap back yep. then, you know, like. So it says, yeah, take 25,000 already disgruntled Cleveland fans, mix in one lousy team with beer that only costs 10 cents, and the mental image, you can probably imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, yeah, all, all throughout the game, fans were running onto the field, random fights breaking out in the stands. Uh, everything came to a head in the ninth inning when a uh, fan jumped out of the stands and stole the hat off of Rangers outfielder Jeff Burrow's <laughs> head, setting off a riot that caused the umpires to force Cleveland to forfeit the game. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there was another uh, one here. Again, I don't know why this was in the uh, other MLB article, but um, this is another bad promotional idea. Um, but again, I don't know what, I don't know what happened in the seventies. People were coming up with these ideas, but disco demolition night in Chicago for the White Sox. So it says the death of disco began in Chicago, thanks heavily to then DJ and shock jock Steve Dahl. It says in, in, in between a doubleheader against the Tigers, um, this DJ went on the field and blew up a box of disco records he collected from fans who only had to pay 98 cents for a ticket if they donated a record. But what they didn't expect was the 90,000 plus fans storming the field and lighting random fires all over the place and destroying everything in their path. <laughs> what? So, yeah, people in the 70s are crazy, man. 10 cent beer night, just running on the field and setting fires. You don't see that stuff anymore, right? You do not. <laughs> How about this one? Uh, again, 1970. Okay, so 1977. This is in. Atlanta, I think. Atlanta Braves. 
uh, wet t-shirt night. So basically it just says uh, 40 young co-eds, a battle over who's going to hose down the contestants, lots of beer and baseball. What could go wrong? It says most will argue this is actually the best MLB promotion ever, except for the fact that a preacher's daughter won this one, which probably didn't go over too well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Something you wouldn't see nowadays either in in our current society. Uh, Yeah. So anyways, I, I hope you enjoyed some of those fun promotional ideas like you said obviously there is more normal obviously nowadays everything's just bobbleheads then teams trying to get creative with like you know like you said the kevin pilar um superman superman cape thing teams will give away like there was onesies i think recently too yeah like they give obviously they give away hats all the time and jerseys like replica jerseys and um like stuff for the kids like back to school like backpacks yeah. and stuff is good um but yeah i always i always did look forward to like I said, again, hopefully by next year, if I can go back to a Major League Baseball game in person again, I would love to. I always like like going into a season looking at the team's promotional schedule ahead of time and being like, okay, so like let's try and go on this day in like August. Yeah. You know, when they're going to have this giveaway. What was the promotion? That, it was a hot dogs or beer when you sat in the 500s? Yeah, it was hot dogs. It was hot dogs? Yeah. Okay. It was like Looney, Looney, Looney Dogs or something? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. We, that's what we get, yeah. Looney Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was on like Tuesdays or Wednesday nights. I think it was so. Tuesdays. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Anything else you want to talk about from past week? How's your fantasy baseball team doing? Um, I'm currently two and zero. So am I. Um, <laughs> but my team is currently being a dumpster fire. So we'll see how that goes. Offensively. Offen- right? No, yeah, offensive yeah. dumpster fire. So I made some. I let go of some people today. <laughs> so we'll see how it turns out. <laughs> I run a tight ship over here. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> well, I, I remember I told you earlier, I had I drafted Denilson Lamette from the Padres. I drafted him like 103rd overall or something in our league because I knew he had a great year last year. I knew he was going to be injured going into this year. I think he had surgery like last October or something, but he was, gonna be, he was supposed to be okay for like April to May. So I thought, okay, I'll draft him, throw him on the IL for a bit. No big deal, right? And then he pitches today finally for the first time this year. He lost all of two innings where he has forearm tightness. Sad. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So now he's out indefinitely. Yeah, I thought uh, checking and updating my roster every day would be a slog, but I have come to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, something to look forward to in the mornings. Yeah, I wake. Uh, I've been waking up at like six, seven o'clock these days for some reason. I don't know, but the first thing I do is make sure I have all the players in position today. <laughs> so yeah, I might, I might have a problem. Yeah. So um, I think that's. I think I'm just, that's all we got today. I'm gonna wrap it up here. Gotta throw out the email again. So if you have a promotion that you think we missed or that you've had a really awesome promotion that you've taken part in or that you've received in the past, let us know at whenoppositesreact at gmail.com. Yeah, so um, thanks again for listening, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the podcast tonight. Sorry, if, if baseball is not your thing, you obviously probably didn't enjoy today's podcast, but <laughs> hopefully if you're listening, you have some interest in baseball. Um, I will try not to talk about it too much again next week. Next week will be movie related i think i think it's it's something movie related for next week um yeah anyways thanks for listening again we always appreciate it drop us an email if you want to have your voice heard read your stories (laughs) story time with tyler that's right uh yeah so again uh stay safe out there and we'll be back again same time next week boys bye